Hey, this is Laura Whitmore, and I'm live from NAM with the She Rocks podcast. And I'm so stoked today to be sitting down with a great friend of mine, an amazing guitar player, Gretchen Men. Hey, Laura. Hey, hey Gretchen. Thanks for interviewing me. How are you? I like your polka dots. Thank you. She's got, she's got the cool red polka dots on today. It, was, it wasn't until today when we were like walking or driving down Disney Way that I'm like, oh God, do I look exactly like, is this like a Disney thing? Oh. Like the Minnie Mouse polka dots? Uh, kind of. Yeah, it was intentional, yeah. She's fitting in with the with the terrain. Mm-hmm. Anyway, so um, I'm really excited to talk to you, and I get I'm guessing that you're working on some new music. So can you clue us in a little bit about what's I, what's coming up for you? I am. I'm excited. Last year was such a busy year, and I was so sure that it was a conservative estimate to have my album that I'm working on out last year, and then the year kind of flew by, and. So now I'm back on a writing schedule, <laughs> carving out the time as opposed to assuming I'm going to have it. And I'm working on an album for solo guitar pieces. So, Ooh. yeah, kind of a departure from the last album I did, um, though I am still very interested in exploring um, electric guitar and combining it with uh, orchestral instruments. But this one is going to be a lot more performable and also allows me to see how much uh, compositional mileage I can get on my home instrument. Wow, that's really cool. So are you saying that it's, it's not going to be electric? It's going to be acoustic or are you mixing it up? It's or? going to be a mix. It's going to be a little bit of everything, electric, acoustic, and classical. Wow. I'm so excited to hear that. Oh, thank you. So so what stage are you at right now for the pro- for the project? The, the concept of it is pretty fleshed out. And for me, that's a big part of it is just knowing what I want to do with an album and what I want to say with it. And then the actual writing and recording the more I have that clear idea the more the rest of it falls right in line and so right now there are a few pieces that are done completed first versions of them have have even been released in some way shape or form like with videos Um, but in terms of the actual album recording it'll just be a question of going in and doing you know an album pristine version of it and then other pieces have yet to be written even a single note of it even if I know maybe um, kind of how it should sound or some vague ideas of like what I'm trying to convey with it so it's all over the place. Well, I'm super excited to hear it. And you always come up with something fresh and with an interesting perspective. So <laughs> Thank you. I'm excited, awesome. to, I'm excited to be done with it. <laughs> yeah. Well, that's what happens, right? You start a new project and you're you're like, yes, I have this vision. And then you want to like you want to get to the point where you can share it with the world. Yeah, you know? yeah, exactly. But like with anything, I feel like I I, I try to learn from my previous Um, everything I've done previously and so everything new that I'm doing I'm trying to challenge myself to be better and learn from wow that's loud yeah we're pretty good we're we're pretty good in the mics but if you guys hear a little uh, thumping in the the background that's my uh, stomach because I have any (laughs) no this is the real we're really here in the world yeah exactly uh, chatting it up but it's all good yeah so anyway yeah I'm always trying to sort of challenge myself to, to write in new ways and to play better and to write better. So. Yeah, because, you know, you are, you value like the evolution of yeah. things. So yeah. that's, that's cool. It's a process, not a destination. Yeah. But it's good because then, you know, you don't get bored. Your listeners don't get bored. And not that you would do yeah. anything boring. There's nothing oh, no. boring about Gretchen men. Sometimes I, I tell say. long stories <laughs> <laughs> and then I regret it. I bet they're not boring though. So we're, we're 
good there. We're good there. Hey, so I know that you did a tour with Jennifer Batten and Neely Brosh, and yeah. I hear that you guys might be going out again, Ooh. and I want to hear about it because I knew it was happening, but then I didn't get to talk to you, like, after you guys did some dates together. So It was really share. cool. Yeah, well, I mean, Jennifer has been a hero of mine since I first started playing. And Neely Brosh and I became friends just through kind of getting clumped into a similar like group of women who play guitar and we actually became very good friends and have done a number of collaborations together i played a track on her new album which is really a great new album and she and i had talked about trying to do some touring together and we thought well do we have enough draw between the two of us to bring enough people in and we thought well what if we had another artist and we thought okay well top choice would be jennifer batten because you know Jennifer Batten. And so we wrote her this kind of heartfelt email thinking that we just had to ask and that we would then. Yeah, why not? Yeah. Right. Yeah. So we never even got to our second choice because she was like, sure, let's do it. So we planned some dates and all showed up and all played a set and then played a little bit together. And it was just it was surreal for me. It's like they're both such fabulous musicians and such just amazing guitar players and the coolest women you'll ever meet and it was so much fun so we've got um some east coast dates coming up as much as our schedules can permit i don't really think that any of us are like yeah let's get in a bus and just travel for two months yeah like, we no. all have so many other things we juggle and you know i want to i want to keep it a good situation for everybody involved but that's so nice that you guys um, found that synergy with each other and like it's so funny that you say that because the first time that I asked Jen Batten to participate in something that we did was when we did our second uh, women's music summit out in LA this is like oh gosh maybe six years ago or so oh, wow. and I was super nervous to ask her because I always same as you I'm like she she's so amazing yeah. and I'm like I didn't really know her well and I was like I wonder if she's gonna say okay and she was incredible and also yeah. like so hysterical yeah she's, she's hilarious the, she's like the funniest person oh yeah ever one of our we did a quick little promo video for one of the dates that we had with the batman brosh thing and at the end of it we're like okay we're playing the miners foundry blah 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 and then we had a little moment at, at the end kind of looking at each other like are we done or whatever and she just like puts her hand up to her mouth and makes this big old fart noise. So of course I join in, which is just as bizarre to me as it sounds now. Right. Um, and it's like, oh God, if you, as if you weren't enough of my hero. Right. She's just like totally the real deal. She's hilarious. It's so great. So, and so unpretentious. Mm -hmm. Well, that's really nice. Cause like you guys all have your own thing that you do. And so I'm sure like you complimented each other as performers and I would be totally stoked to see the three oh. of you playing together. That's, that's super cool. Oh, well, yeah. it was really an honor and I'm, I'm excited to do more of them. Yeah. yeah. I mean, East coast States, I'm, I'm on the East coast. Uh, hmm. You're going to be on my <laughs> guest list. <laughs> so um, how do people find out about that tour? Is it on your website? Uh, because the dates are actually like right now I'm getting emails from my booking agent. Um, I, they haven't been officially released yet, um, mostly just because I'm busy at NAMM. Yeah. But I think next week those will be coming out. And there's not, it's not going to be a ton. It'll probably be like yeah. three or four. That's okay. Yeah. Keep and, them wanting more. Well, yeah, it's more that like, <laughs> like we were all like, okay, what, what window of time are <laughs> we all available? <laughs> yeah. yeah, so true. Well, that's very, very cool. And um, 
Yeah, we'll look out for that for sure. So I was in New York with you and Zeparella came to town and I was like so bummed that I couldn't see you because there was like another Zeppelin event that night. Crazy enough. But I heard that you guys sold the place out and it was awesome. So uh, share what's up with Zeparella. Well, we're actually going to be back at the cutting room (gasps) for two nights. I think it's April 23rd, 24th, whatever that Friday, Saturday is. Oh my God, I'm so there. Awesome. Yeah, it'll be two nights this time, which is great not to have to drive after a show. You know, I love the cutting room. So I love that place. Yeah, Yeah, it's it was really they were so good to us. It was such a fun show. It was great to see you. So now that you don't have to be two places at once, I was trying to clone myself, but I understand that's what Nam's like, too. (laughs) It's so true. (laughs) Well, that's awesome. And are you guys doing some other dates on the East Coast as well? Yeah, we we got a whole couple weeks um, across the country in April where we're just slamming in as many cities and areas as we can and whatever it is like I like 20 that. days or something Zeparella in the springtime perfect <laughs> <laughs> man it's a lot nicer than like we've done summer tours where it's just like we're just hot for three weeks <laughs> or winter tours where you feel like you're never gonna like yeah. thaw out right yeah I know right that's well it's probably um, safer travel in the spring than winter yeah. you know people yeah People try to avoid that if they can. Yeah. So share a little bit about how, like, what you do, how, what, how you play, your thoughts about playing has sort of evolved hmm. lately. Cause oh, I, that's know. a good question. I think when I first started playing, I was just really excited to play the guitar. I mean, like, as a teenager, you don't really have that um, concrete of an idea about what you want to say or do with music. It's more like, oh, I want to play guitar because that sounds cool. Um over time, I think the way that I've evolved is more and more the recognition of how important it is to not compare yourself to other people and to invest in finding your own voice and um, and and not not to have too many preconceived notions about what that needs to be because what that might be one year might change the next. I mean, we're constantly learning, growing and evolving. And so our music should as well. And I think the more direct of a connection we can have between who we are and how we play and what we write, the greater the authenticity of the art. And I think the greater um, potential there is for it to be meaningful to other people. And to me, it is about expression, but it's also about communication. Yeah, yeah, that's awesome. So, um, and I'm just trying to think, like, I know I want to ask you about your gear. So maybe we'll talk a little bit about that, like what your setup is. And do you have any advice to listeners about, you know, maybe how you dial in your tone or some thoughts on that? So the gear that I'm currently using is, uh, well, so my my rig's a little different for Zeparella than it is for my original stuff. So I'll start with my Zeparella rig. So for those, I've got Les Pauls. Um, and they're both Les Paul standards. I have my main one and then my one that's my backup. Um, and those have DiMarzio uh, PAF-59s, which are new and beautiful. Uh, the ones in my blue guitar, my number two Les Paul, are these gorgeous rose gold. And they just came Ooh, out. Nice. Yeah, I just did a, a video and stuff with DiMarzio a few months yeah. ago. And then those, my pedal board is uh, an Exotic Effects Wah, a TC Electronics Polytune. And then some Providence pedals. So a phase force, which is like a you know, phase shifter 
a boost pedal, which right now is a silky drive. And then in the effects loop of the amp is a chrono delay. Uh, those are all Providence pedals. And then the amp that I'm using for Zeparilla is a two rock bionics, which for years I had an old mid seventies Marshall, which I love. And I never thought I would use anything else. And then I tried this two rock amp actually for the she rocks awards. Oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> and that's how actually you were part of how I developed my relationship with two rock. Wow, come to knew? think of it. Okay. Yeah. Uh, so that's my Zeparella rig. I also have a Dan Electro that I use for in my time of dying. So like one song. And then for my uh, original stuff, I, I my main guitar is a Music Man Silhouette Special with uh, DiMarzio single coil pickups. And then my pedal board's pretty much the same thing. And for that, I use either a Two Rock Bloomfield Drive amp that I have or a angle special edition 670 with el34s they're both great amps they both are just different flavors of awesome yeah that's yeah. awesome and i use ernie ball strings 10 through 52s and jazz three picks don't cool. jazz three picks i think that's it see i think the importance of the pick selection is overlooked sometimes because i am I have become very particular about the picks that I, yeah. that I use because yes. it really matters. <laughs> yeah, it really does. It really does. And I, I've always used the Jazz 3 or Jazz 3 type picks. And every now and then somebody will be like, oh, here's a pick. And it'll be like just a regular standard. And, and I'm like, why don't you just hand me a Frisbee? Like this feels so, I mean, <laughs> feels so wrong. <laughs> I, I know many people do great things with them, but I, yeah. I feel like I... I wouldn't even know where to start. I mean, it's how you connect with your guitar. Yeah. So like, I know. Yeah. 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 Very, very interesting. So, so do you play around with, especially with your original music, do you play around with like your tone or how you're approaching, like what your guitar is going to sound like for each yeah. song? Or? Yeah. Because I think there's probably that my original music is where I have the most spectrum in terms of like, I do things on classical guitar that's just totally clean and it's actually I didn't even mention my classical guitar it's a, Ke a Kenny Hill Ruck model I was actually just over at oh, their cool. booth uh, there was a cool Kenny Hill story actually which is that I've had this guitar that I love dearly and it's way more guitar than I am player but so I cherish this thing and I was at a Zeparella show in uh, Felton California which is like this tiny town near Santa Cruz and the guys at the merch table afterwards with this white hair he's super cool looking and he mentioned if oh he asked do, you know if I still stuck with my classical guitar chops at all and I said oh gosh yeah but not as much as I want I always want more time and he mentioned that he was a builder a local builder and I had this little momentary connection because Felton is such a small town and I knew where my guitar was built and I said wait what's your name he said Kenny Hill <laughs> almost lost it i was like oh my god at my merch table like screaming and trying to get pictures with him so um, it was a lovely moment That's awesome <laughs> <laughs> it was great because you connected to with the, the builder of this instrument that you yeah. like really love i know yeah. i'm like you're the dad of my instrument it's so cool so that that's something that i play and that i do my with my original music and then i also have a couple of steel string guitars a steven strom eros which is a beautiful steel string and then also a santa cruz guitar company om model oh nice yeah, yeah. and both of those have demarzio angel pickups in them for you know for playing live or for plugging directly in which is sometimes more convenient than yes. trying to have everything at home 
Um, but in terms of those and effects and everything, at least with this this album that I have coming out now is it is because it's going to just be guitar. There's a lot that I'm going to get to dive into in terms of the tones and the effects because there's nothing else that's going to be. I'm not having to. To, to pick a tone that works better with, you know, the bass sound or the drum sound or whatever. It's it's going to be really exciting. So And, and you can play around. Yeah. It's, your, yeah. it's your playground. Exactly. I can do all sorts of yeah. delays and it's not going to get washed out because, there's, you know. It's still you. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> I mean, maybe we'll get washed it's out, but you, you still hear it. It's all you. That's awesome. Yeah. So um, what else do you got coming up? Is there anything else you'd like to share? Let's see. Well, gosh, this year is already shaping up to be so busy, which is a good thing. I'm, I'm going back to Germany. Uh, last year, I taught a week-long um, workshop in Schorndorf, Germany, and then we did a performance. Wow, my drummer, cool. Thomas Perry, and I performed with Stu Ham, who played on my first album, and that was the first time we've actually performed live together, and that was just a kick. It's crazy to look over and be like, Gosh, when I first started playing guitar, I could name two bass players, and that was Billy Sheehan and Stu Ham. Oh, maybe Flea, too. You know, but it's like, whatever. I'm a teenage girl, and I'm like, bass players, you know, I'm interested in guitar. What? And to look over and be like, wow, that's Stu Ham. And we're playing one of my songs. What? <laughs> uh, so That's way cool. It's cool. <laughs> so uh, this year we're going back. Stu's doing something else. So my, my bass player, Anna Pfeiffer, who I play with in my trio, she's going to come to Germany too. So we've got a performance and I'm, I'll be teaching like crazy for a week. Is that something that people can like buy? Yeah. Uh, they, yeah. To get to yeah. Come participate. Yeah. You don't have to sign up for a whole, the whole workshop, right. which is, I don't actually, it's maybe it's not a full week. It's maybe it's like Tuesday through Friday or something like right, that. Right. And then the performance is on Saturday. So you can come just for the performance or you can come for the performance and the workshop or whatever. My God. I want to go to Germany and like hang, hang with you. It was so much fun. <laughs> you should actually, they probably, they need songwriting teachers too. Oh, oh all right. Oh. We'll be talking about I'm this. I'm going to recommend you. <laughs> <laughs> wow, that's cool. So, um, you know, when you were talking about your rig for Zeffirella, I was wondering, like, do you encounter, like, anybody who's like, hey, that's not the traditional Zeppelin rig that you're playing? Like, that's what's up course. with this? <laughs> of course. I always tell people that I'm more than happy to play any gear that they would like to give me that they feel that I should be playing. <laughs> By all means, buy me that flexi you think yeah, I should have. There you go. That's an excellent answer. I like that. <laughs> Yeah, send it on over. We'll play it. Sure. Go ahead. Here's my P.O. box. <laughs> Do you feel like, you know, you probably ask this all the time about women who play guitar, but, you know, myself being in that space for so long, I do, I feel an attitude shift towards women in music in general. So I'm wondering, what's your experience out on the road? Or have you seen, are you still seeing like some of those crazies out there? Or I, I think, I, I, I don't want to say that I intentionally live under a rock, but at the same time, <laughs> to be a guitar player is to be constantly acknowledging your own inadequacies. And so my, my internal critic is plenty loud. Yeah. It doesn't mean that I, I don't appreciate uh helpful advice and pointers from people I respect, but that I don't think those are usually the keyboard warriors who are just telling, you know, artists online that they shouldn't exist or whatever. So I do think I insulate myself a little bit for, for either side of things. Like I don't need my ego to get out of control in either, either direction. Yeah. And so, yeah. um, in terms of if I've noticed a shift, the shift is probably within 
more how, how much I'll engage with it. Oh, yeah. <laughs> but, but I do think that right now the numbers of, of women are kind of undeniable. You know, it used to be that it was maybe e- even 10 years ago the number of female guitar players specifically I'm I'm saying guitar players because that's more what yeah. I know but I think you're right though even like any instrument um, female players or there's more out there in the world and probably because like we're more visible now because there's more tools to get that visibility yeah yeah, yeah. exactly what you're like what you're doing because of things like the women's international music network and stuff but I mean now people will say oh well, like female guitar players or they'll actually have a they'll clearly not have done a lot of googling or whatever and I always tell them I'm like name your genre and name your hair color and I'll tell you like five you know there's so many who are out there who are so good I mean and and not just like passable but like great musicians so I think I think things have to shift it's just it's undeniable it has shifted yeah well I think it's I think you're right and you know as we as we continue to create this community like we can help bring more people in and you know reach that critical mass of like hey you know like it's, there's no question like there's, totally there's great players and there's great players of all kinds and if you're telling me you can't find a, a female player to be on your bill then just Email me. I'll get. I'll give you ten. Yeah, exactly, <laughs> exactly. And you know, it's it's funny you mentioned this because something like I just did a signing with Courtney Cox from the Iron Maidens, and uh, she's working on on her own album as well. And she mentioned something kind of in passing on social media the other day of like that people assume that there's this like you know fierce competition with female guitar players, and I'm like, okay, well maybe I'm not going to say there isn't, but. I haven't experienced it. Like most of the ones I know are some of the coolest, hardest working, most open-minded, just self-critical, like just chill, cool people. And I feel like more, the more that we can engage with that camaraderie, the more that any perceived competition can be to everybody's benefit. So instead of competition, it can be cross inspiration. You know, I can see Neely doing something. I can be like, Oh my God, clearly I need to work on that. But it's, it's become a positive thing as opposed to now I got to hate her because she's inspiring me. (laughs) That's all crazy. I don't, I don't experience that either. I mean, there's certain individuals who may not get along with each other. That's like everybody in the world has that. But I, I found the community uh, of female musicians, to be super supportive and trying mm-hmm. to lift each other up and, you know, create opportunities for each other for sure. So, well, and a lot of that is the example you set though, too. I mean, like you, everything can be contagious, you know, whether it's negativity or whether it's positive community. And it's like, you put that out there and somebody who might've been teetering on the fence was like, wait a minute, this is so much better. It's like, so there's been, uh, I think a lot of great influence that the events that you've done. And uh, yeah, for sure. Well, thanks. Yeah. A lot of goodwill. Gretchen men is my fan. I love that. Of course. <laughs> Who's not your fan? Come on. <laughs> oh gosh. Laura's so good. And she's always trying to help other people. Oh, kids can what about that? <laughs> <laughs> so the same people who dislike kitten videos. Yeah, like, not kittens again. Oh god, I can't. I don't. I don't like tabbies. Oh, no. 
Well, on that note, <laughs> well, it's been so great to catch up oh, with you. It's so Thanks good to for stopping by. And we're so stoked to hear new music oh. and see you play around. So how do people find out what's happening with you? Where do they go? It's easy if you can spell my name right. It's just Gretchen Men with two N's, like a lot of guys and then another N, uh, <laughs> dot com. <laughs> GretchenMen.com. It's all there. Yeah, it should be all there. All um, right. I, I've got to throw a couple things up there. But yeah, all the important stuff's up there. And all my social media handles are just Gretchen Men. So okay, she's easy to find. You have no excuse now. You got to go check out <laughs> Gretchen Men. Be inspired by Gretchen. All right. Oh, thank Thanks you, Laura. So much. Thanks for everything you do right, for so you. many of us. <laughs> okay. Right, take care. You too. All right.